Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Manny Wolf. Manny's joining us from California. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm great and glad to have you here today. We're going to talk about um, your life, your work, and I want to start with your thoughts on what being a thought leader is to you. (laughs) Being a thought leader to me is similar to being cool, meaning if you say you're it, you're probably not it. But okay. if other people say you're it, you might be it. <laughs> there you go. And it's it's just one of those things, you know, it's it's like you, you can't run around and say you're cool. You can't run around and say you're a thought leader. I mean, everybody does, but it, it's really something others have to bestow upon you and see you as. Okay. And so what reasons would people bestow this title on you? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I work very hard. Um I I work very diligently. I work very consistently. And because I do those things, I've gotten to the point where I create content that people find very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really what it comes down to. You know, it's this, I'm not a big fan of hype, you know, conflation, sort of mystifying and, and, and raising those of us in this industry up into rock stars. It's not my thing. Um, but at the same time, I've been doing it for a while now. And when I, when I latch onto something and I go deep into it, I guess I am able to ultimately, you know, create good content around it. Yes. And yeah, yeah. I did see one of your taglines or a headline somewhere. It says when you're done messing with the hype and the BS, yeah, the get <laughs> yeah. in contact with Manny. <laughs> um, right. and so they're getting in contact with you mainly around content and client creation. Really, I, I like to say that I have one ultimate goal, and it's really simple. It's to get you more money in your bank account from getting you more clients. It's just, that's it. You know, again, I find that we we dress up this goal in so many pretty facades in the coaching industry mm-hmm. and in the thought leader space. If I can't help you make more money, what's what am I doing? Point? Right. Yeah. What's the what's point? What's the point? They can... So you're all okay with them just taking someone else's number and and moving on down the line if you can't do that for them? Yeah, totally. 100%. Sure. So tell me a little bit more about yourself, though. I mean, you've got, um, you know, um, you had a podcast, you've written a book, Mm -hmm. you're, um, you know, like you said, been doing this for a long time. But where did, you know, what's your um, origin story of sorts? (laughs) So... The, the origin story of my life that sort of overlaps into the origin story of my work is uh, I was born in um, in a cult. And that was a very strange upbringing. And I didn't even know it was a strange upbringing until I tried to go out into the regular world and integrate myself. Right. Yeah, that would be a shock. Yeah, it was a shock. <laughs> and so um, 
one of the things that that wound up being a gift that I got from that experience was to be able to have a really, really finely tuned sort of BS detector. And, and it, it's one of those gifts that was not evident right away, not easy to sort of right. uh, manage or to use. But once I figured it out, it became a very powerful thing. And that's why, you know, I'm not being um, vague or coy when you ask me these questions and I give you the answers I'm giving you. It's like, I really don't want to be lumped in with the sort of overinflated, top heavy, what I call the guru culture in in the coaching and and results space. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be part of that. Right. Yet at the same time, though, I want to get people great results. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a fine line. You know? There's a fine line. Exactly. Like when you said, what, what does it mean to be a thought leader? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I love your answer though. I mean, you know, whatever it is, it's not something that we can just go around and claiming, like you said, right. um, yeah. from your perspective, it's something that, yeah. um, you know, kind of people hang that hat on you. Right. Yeah. It's it. Every time I see people boasting and, and tooting their own horns, I, I'm reminded of Shakespeare saying, you know, one of his characters saying me thinks thou doth protest too much. Um, it's kind of like that. And so for me, coming from being in a very sort of surreal environment with a charismatic leader type, mm-hmm. I really don't like charismatic leader yeah, types. Yeah. But you still have this inability to read the room or read the people. I have a tremendous ability to read people. <laughs> it was it was forged in life and death, you know, um, because we well, first of all, inside the inside the cult, and then for some reason, when I was very young, uh, the whole cult, which was a bunch of hippies, and I mean, we were loud, we were not subtle, and we moved right to the middle of a of a really really bad Mexican ghetto when I was about eight, mm-hmm. and so we just stood out like sore thumbs, and I became a target. You know, all of us did, and so learning to read people was very much the difference between you know, whether I'd have to go to bed full of bruises and cuts or not, or, mm-hmm. or worse in some cases. Right. You know? Yeah. You said it, you live to live or die by. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of those days are pretty much behind me, but the, the ability to sort of feel vibe, feel intent, read energy, that kind of thing is still there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's one of those experiences. It sounds like that, you know, it, not positive necessarily, but some good outcomes from, you know, from the experience. Here's a, here's maybe a thought leader type nugget for you. (laughs) It was a positive experience. It was just a very, very hard positive experience. You know, um, I can't, I can't love who I am today and resent that at the same time. It's not possible to balance both of those. And I do love, you know, I love the life I have. I love, uh, helping people. I love, you know, everything. I mean, I'm, I really am. <laughs> I have an enviable life. <laughs> Blessing. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, and you're just giving credit to, you know, where, where you started. Um, yeah. Uh, helping build that. I can see direct lines between the things that I had to learn under very, very intense circumstances and, and the results that I have today. Got it. And how about with the, you know, you don't like to call yourself a thought leader. So let's talk in, um, in terms of impact and actual experiences and examples. So give us a, an example of, you know, these skills or this life um, experience that you have that's helped you impact someone to make an impact. 
Sure. Well, when I came into the, the online coaching space, it was because I had written a book about my life. And I was so green. It, it's so funny to look back on it. Like, I really thought that when you wrote a book, the way that you you dealt with it was to just send it off to publisher after publisher still. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how far we'd come from that. And so I was prepared to, like, you know, go through the, the rejection process, sending it to every publisher in the world. And, and uh, I somehow got uh, a call with this, like, really high up VP from Penguin or, or one of... I feel like it was either Penguin or like Random House. It was one of the right. big publishing the publisher. Mm-hmm. And and he gave me 15 minutes of his time for free, which was really generous. And he explained to me about building a platform and getting an audience. And so I moved into the online space, but only because I was trying to figure out how to build an audience. Right. Yeah. So when I came in, I feel like I fell for every trick in the book. And that was what sort of made me start to push back against the the again what I call the top the heavy labels and, yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, and so in for for whatever reason in my life I have this I follow the same curve learning new things where I'm I'm behind 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 and then at some point really quickly I take off and I pass everybody mm-hmm. and so that's what I was like for for years was like God I'm downloading every free PDF I'm going to every webinar I'm falling for every sales pitch you know. <laughs> And I started to catch on and I intended to come into this space to do some sort of coaching that fit with my book. But I got so like, I dug my heels in so much about how bad and manipulative all the marketing was. How it made you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And that I said, I'm going to have to learn to do this stuff myself. And as I learned to do it myself, my focus just turned toward helping other people do it. And that's how I got where I am. And so I have some nice success stories early on of, of doing what you might call life coaching or, or, you know, mindset coaching. Right. But really most of my, my success stories are about taking people who had the same struggle I did, which is like in all of this bombarding of offers and promises, Mm -hmm. how do I know what's true and how do I get results? Um, And, and helping some of those people to really sift, to sift and to succeed. Yes. You know, I love to talk about my uh, my favorite student client, and now years later, business partner uh, Jackie, who when I met her, she was you know she she thought five new clients a month was really great, and through some very simple things. And in fact, the 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 free gift that I have for the audience here uh, shows what I showed her. The thing Jackie did was she implemented like crazy. She just like you know. Every day went through the reps, went through yeah. the motion. Yeah. And, she, and in about eight months time, she went from five clients a month to 50, 50 a month. Yeah. 10, know, I mean, that's, that's 10 yeah. times simple that's math. 10X. <laughs> that's right. She, we, we had to figure out how to get other coaches below her to do the work, uh, figure out systems, you know, like where mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff we had to change around because suddenly she's got all of these clients. Got it. And uh, she started raising her profile so high with the audience growth work that she started getting invited onto TV and started getting invited onto radio and onto uh, live speaking events. She went to one of these live speaking events. All she did was tell her story. There was no pitching, no selling, none of that like smarmy kind of like stage salesperson stuff. And she wound up getting 23 new clients from that talk. Yeah. That 
wound up yielding for her $475,000. So that's my, that's my big, you know, yeah, that's the big jewel at the center of the crown. Like what a win. Right. And I, you know, the piece that jumps out at me with that is that Jackie, you said Jackie um, did the reps. She did the reps. She did the reps. It's not something that happened overnight. It's not something because she didn't know the basics. It's something that she was plugging away at. And, you know, the next time plug in next time, do it again, do it again. I mean, strictly speaking, she didn't know any of the stuff I taught her before I taught her, Mm -hmm. but it's amazing. You know, I've helped, I don't know how many people now, but in the, in the lower hundreds, let's say 300. Let's say I've helped 300 people okay, now, 300. maybe 400. I don't know. But the amount, the percentage of us who who claim we want and who really want to change our results is out of, it, it's all out of whack with the percentage of us that'll show up and put in the reps. Right. Yeah. It's just crazy to me. Like, it's not that you're missing some sophisticated, elegant, unknown to most set of ideas. It's that you're not going to the woodshed every day. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and there's, it seems like there's nothing to be done to help those people. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I hear what you're saying. So you have this, um, this nine pillars of explosive audience growth Mm -hmm. PDF and you're saying, and what I'm hearing you say is, you know, you can get that hand into hands of 300 people and 30 people may have success. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I've had, don't know I've had better success ratios than that, mm-hmm. but, but to be candid, uh, my success ratios are about a third. So about 33%. And that's really frustrating, even though it's way above industry average, it's really frustrating because I just feel like when you're trying to tell a teenager exactly what they need to do to help themselves and they just won't hear it, you know, that's what it's like. A lot of times it's like, Oh my God, I like, this is it. This is the pathway right here. It gets you the thing you keep saying you want, you know, and the only thing I can't do is walk it for you. Sure. Yeah. And I didn't mean those numbers to be low. I think my point was the people that it gets in the hands of not everyone's going to do those. those Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, hundred out of three hundred. I know, I know, and it's I, I actually go back and forth on whether or not it's even worth putting energy into trying to figure out ways to up those numbers, because I just think it's like it's a human nature thing. It's like a, it's like a statistical like bell curve distribution. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and and <laughs> so anyway, I digress. But the point is, is that the point I was trying to make and share with the audience is the one thing that will will guarantee your changing the circumstances and creating success more than anything else is that consistency mm-hmm. is is if you're not the kind of person that can again put in the reps right yeah it's very very unlikely however if you are the kind of person that can put in the reps you are every coach's dream because whether we admit it or not we know but all we have to do is just give you a little bit of guidance and <laughs> off you go. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That consistency is so important. And you talked about that oh my God. in the beginning, yeah. um, you know, just uh, putting in the time. So yeah. um, the, the other thing I wanted to ask you, and we talked about your book. Um, did you want to share that title? And then also sure. a book recommendation, um, something outside of the one that you wrote that impacted yeah. your life. So my book is called the Tao of the Unbreakable Man. 
and it's it's meant to be a little uh, a little playfully misleading. <laughs> okay, I understand how it sounds. Hopefully, if you read it, you'll understand that I, you know, I had one conception of what unbreakable meant, and then through all these life lessons, I totally changed what it meant mm-hmm. for me. Um, and then just one book recommendation, just give me a little bit of clarity, like business, personal inspiration. It's so hard, isn't it? Yeah, really, uh, it is. You could just pick one, but, um, you know, we're talking to thought leaders. So individuals mm-hmm. who are, are, you know, growing into that, um, that, ha- you know, um, maybe haven't been called cool yet, but they're trying <laughs> to, to become, um, someone that's thinking more critically. So I don't know, that could be a mindset so for- or a business book. Yeah, for those, um, I would strongly, I would urge everyone to go back to back to basics and go to the seven habits of highly effective people. Yeah. I, I just, I, I must have said this on a hundred shows by now, but I have seen people take one chapter out of that book and create a thriving career from just diving into one chapter. It's, it's, it's meaty, the best <laughs> It's the best book on how to be a more effective person. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. To, to that ever, rings ever a bell. written. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the best one ever written. And it's super dense and mm-hmm. it's super meaty. Yes. I would say put it on, you know, in your ears and just listen to it over and over again when you're working out and driving. That's what I did for like eight years. Yeah. Just constantly because That's- I knew there's all this gold in there, you know. Right? Yeah. yeah. So can, that, that'd be, that'd be the one. You can keep going back to it. And I think the best thing that they ever did is write the one, the version for teens. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Um, mm-hmm. I have two children myself have both read it and then even the ones for children. Yeah. Um, yeah it's definitely um, a book to that's meaty, like you said, and you can mm-hmm. just um, go to and visit it um, one step at a time. Yeah. So. It's like the table that all these other personal improvement books are sitting on. You know? <laughs> all those other effective people. Happen yeah, to exactly. have these habits. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for your time, Manny. Um, you know, you're on LinkedIn. I do know that. Um, MannyWolf.com. Um, but basically, uh, how would you like people to reach out to you if they're interested in learning more or hearing more? I would want you to go to my Facebook group. That would be my number one only place I would drive you. My Facebook group is called Organic Marketing Secrets Revealed because, drum roll, please. I want to reveal to you organic, organic marketing, marketing secrets. secrets. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to try a drum, um, try a drum roll, but I think that would ruin the moment. So thanks again for your time and your thoughts, sir. My pleasure. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag thought leaders to watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook, 
and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.